Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. She is from France, moved to London, but currently working in Malta. Now, she is helping job seekers to improve their profiles and find their dream jobs. Today, we are going to talk about LinkedIn recruitment and headhunting with Helena Stalens. So, Helena, thank you very much for your time and for talking to us here on LinkedIn Smart Podcast. Uh, welcome to, to our show. And um, yeah, first question, very, very obvious uh, for everyone, all my, all my guests always. How have you started with LinkedIn? Is there any story? Tell us all about it. Okay, obviously. Um, so I started in uh, 2014 when I created my profile. I had first a career of a lawyer. Uh, I started in 2012 and uh, I decided to make a change. I wanted to look for something completely different from uh, legal. Um, so uh, LinkedIn was one of the first things I thought about when I started my research. Um, because also I am this generation like... I cannot say I grew up with uh, Facebook, Instagram and, or stuff, but it was booming back in time. I mean, uh, for example, Instagram 2013. And uh, so for me, it was totally normal to create a LinkedIn profile. So yes, LinkedIn helped me to find a new job, but actually it's when I stepped into the recruitment world that I really found it super useful. Um, especially because my job is a headhunter, which is a bit different from a recruiter. So basically, we have um, clients that ask us for uh, to find candidates, like the perfect talent. And not like the recruiter, we cannot post ads, you know, or job posts where we explain our company, how it's amazing to join us, etc. Because we are acting a bit like we are a bit invisible. So we have to find profiles. We have to find the people, where are they? And for me, it's LinkedIn was the best. Basically, it's a giant database and it's really good. And I'm really happy that I started uh, working in this field in 2014, because I don't know how they were doing before with like monsters, Craigslist. I think it was a nightmare, you know, receiving tons of CV and uh, being spammed. So I was really happy to have a uh, LinkedIn to help me uh, step in this, uh, this uh, position. And uh, what I discovered uh, working with LinkedIn is that many people don't have a complete profile. Like I would say 50% of the candidates I was looking for didn't have a, a complete profile. So it brought me the idea to create a kind of service of LinkedIn profile writing. So where I help people uh, to create or optimize their profile. Uh, because it's really important. I mean, uh, the point of view of a recruiter, if your LinkedIn profile is uh, empty or uh, not complete, it's, it's, uh, it's terrible for us. So uh, sure. I have a service on the side. Um, yeah, but definitely as a headhunter, this is a gold mine, I can say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I understand that um, you started with LinkedIn and actually LinkedIn was uh, initially, that was a you know, platform where, you know, recruiters went and it was actually for recruiters and for, for headhunters. Um, I didn't even know that there are, there are two different terms for this. I thought that they are same, but probably you will, you will explain. 
a little bit more about this um, uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but I wanted to know about, um, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned that you started using LinkedIn for your job. When did it occur to you that LinkedIn can be actually a good source of, um, of your income? Uh, I mean, as a, as a business tool. Because I saw that, I mean, many people uh, are on LinkedIn either to look for a job or to expand the network. And uh, I think it's really important uh, to have a profile that is really strong. And um, even if you're a passive job seeker, for example, you need to have a strong profile because you never know what can happen in your life. I don't know, maybe you're dreaming, working for whatever company, this company can, can look for you, can find you, you know? So yeah, of course, I've decided uh, that it's really important to help people uh, to create strong profiles and uh, yeah, for job seeking or expanding your network. Uh, it's really, really important. And uh, because I have been experiencing both, like when I was uh, looking for a job and now that I'm finding the talents. So I think it's really, really important to have this base and now, I mean, we have many tips to create a really good profile, so. You know, many times when, when I have a guest on this podcast, we're talking about LinkedIn from perspective of, uh, of a business owners, you know, how LinkedIn can help business owners, you know, what to post, how to post, uh, how to drive some leads, how to generate leads from LinkedIn. What I would like to, uh, to talk to you about, because you are expert in that, about how to behave as, a, as a employees on LinkedIn. You know, what, what are the basics which we um, should observe if, you know, this will be, will be episode uh, mostly focused on, uh, on employees. So what would be your, your, your best tip, you know, how to, how to behave on LinkedIn as a, as a good employees? Okay, so first work on your profile. And I would say my first advice would be to work on the top half means uh of course the the photo so careful with the photo uh no globetrotter uh, no <laughs> no uh, sunglasses you're not a secret agent not very simple very clear be friend friendly smile on the camera i mean something very simple because this is the first thing we look at i mean even if you will have a job that where you will stay in the office and not interacting with people it's always important you know you have a smiley face, it's, it's always nice. Uh, second thing I really suggest is to work on your headline uh, because this is the second stuff we are looking at. And you have 120 characters, so, so it's perfect. You know, you can write everything you want. So use keywords, avoid buzzwords like uh, efficient, uh, super proactive. It's not the right place. Uh, you're a marketing ninja, that's fantastic, but Tell us a bit more, you know, because it's, it's really good to have um, all these uh, fun words or stuff. But let's go back to the basis and let's say what's your industry, what's the name of your company. And if you have something special, add it, of course. But we need first to know what you're doing and where you are working at the moment. Be creative. I mean, it's always what I'm saying. Try to be creative. I mean, this is LinkedIn is a place where you can do more than copy past your resume. I mean, we don't want that. We want something authentic, you know? We can know more about you as an employee if uh, we want to recruit than just uh, the CV. So yeah, I'm always saying be creative, personalized. And this advice applies also to your summary. 
so still in the top half of, uh, of your profile. I mean, we want to know, of course, what you're doing, what you achieved, etc. But please give as well to people who are going to read, because it's not always I did that, I'm proud, I achieved this result, blah, blah, blah. But what's the challenge? What, how can you help? you know, the other persons. So um, I think it's really important to put also like the personal touch. Mm. I would say 80% is about your uh, experience, yeah, what you achieve, etc. 20% is more, who are you with this person? I mean, uh, why are you different from someone working in the same company, the same job as you, maybe a bit senior or junior? But what differentiates you? I mean, you can have the same uh, skills, everything, but we want to know who you are because we need you. So that would be my advice to start yeah. and um, also to build a network. That's it's really important. Okay, Helena, before, before we jump into, into other parts, because I think there are some other, other very important parts from this perspective, I would like to dig a little bit deeper in, in these uh, each areas. How important for you as a recruiter or headhunter, I'm sorry for that, is actually looking at the profile which for example has not really very engaging or attractive photo, like a profile photo. Does it make a big difference for you uh, from, the, from the recruiter or headhunter perspective? You know, would that really make or break that deal? Um, not really, because uh, in the end, uh, what we are looking for uh, is uh, like the experience and your skills, you know, because it has to match with the, what the client wants. But for me, it's, it's still important, you know, because you have to, you, you know, your client, you know, how is the company and you want to imagine this person working in this team, you know, so if someone is not looking really friendly or, um, you know, it's, or not professional, like, I don't know, you are posting a selfie, you're on a sailing boat during your holidays. Fantastic. But it's more for Instagram or Facebook, you know, uh, we need to see the professional part. I wouldn't put aside this person, but you know, if I have other profiles that are at the same level, I would say maybe, you know, it could be, a Deal breaker, I would say, but uh, so really be careful with the pictures okay. because we are, you know, in, as a recruiter, uh, we take seven seconds to read, to scan. I would say scan because we don't really read the, the, the profile or the resume. So mm -hmm. careful with the, the picture. Yeah, that's actually interesting. So if you take about seven seconds to kind of like a skim through the profile, so I could understand or I could figure out that perhaps what you would look at is um, the, the banner, the profile photo, and also, as you already mentioned, the, the headline, the LinkedIn headline. What do you normally look for in that space? What would it need to have? Like what, what are the basics which you would definitely advise anybody when they're designing this headline, what they need to have there? So first thing is like, what is your job title? I don't know, um, uh, SEO, for example, because you know, when we are searching uh, for a profile, we use uh, LinkedIn search. So we use keywords, everything is based on keywords and even the algorithm is working with the keywords. So we need the basic is like what you do. Then your company, because maybe, uh, I don't know, this, uh, this firm is, we know that there are really good talents there and, you know, we will look for them. Our client will ask us to have a look in there. So second thing. And then I would um, go a bit deeper in the skills, maybe. 
Uh, if you're really specialized on something, you know, you, you have to add it. And then you can be a bit creative as well. As I was mentioning before, like you can say marketing ninja at the end, you know, uh, to make it a bit more fun. It depends on your industry because uh, I'm working with legal. So people are a bit more conservative and a bit more vanilla, you know, in the profile. They don't take too, too many risks. But if you are in an industry like um, in digital, um, yeah, marketing, communication, all these things, you can be a bit more creative. But for the first thing is we really work with keywords. So we need to have them, you know, hit the headline. This is the first thing I will see. And then your company. Then you can add something else that will maybe, you know, first impression will be good. Like, oh, it's working in this field. Okay, perfect match. And then this first impression, we want it to last, you know. So like, oh, interesting. He or she is doing something different than someone else. So yeah. First thing, um, keywords, job title, uh, your company, and then be a bit creative at the end. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's again, makes a lot of sense. And um, when, we, when we normally talk to, again, to business owners and we're talking about headline for business owners, we used to say that, you know, it's like a title. If the title is engaging, if the title is attractive, people will probably read the about summary, right? So if the title catches your attention, um, then you will go on and you will read the about summary. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the about summary for, uh, for employees? Because I've seen so many things like people writing in the third person, they, they have like a, they think that they should just uh, dump the CD, CV there. So what are the basics of overwrite uh, about summary on our LinkedIn profile? So as you mentioned, the third person, no, because this is your profile. Basically, you are selling a product. The product is you. So, I mean, you have to, to sell yourself. So talk to the first person. It's really important because we want to know your story, what you did, what you achieved, what you can offer. You know, this is really important. It's really personal. This is a place where you can express yourself. Some people, you know, are a bit like... Uh, afraid like uh, I'm not creative I don't know what to write and things but think always with your goals you know when you are on LinkedIn why are you on LinkedIn so do you want to expand your network do you want to find new clients new prospects do you want to find a new job think about that and you know it will it will come naturally because you can explain what you did of course like uh, like if I take my example I was uh, previously a lawyer, I stepped into the recruitment industry, blah, blah, which is okay, first thing. And then um, you, can, uh, you can say a bit more about hard skills and soft skills, you know, in this part. So hard skills are more experience, academic, you can explain, and the soft skills are more your behavior, who you are, but um, I would say avoid like some people are doing um, like uh, super efficient, very good expert, all these things. Avoid the buzzwords, as we say, because it looks a bit like a, a robot, you know, kind of about this part. So we want to feel something personal, your personality. We want to read it uh, because if the experiences, we will have them later on. Academics, same, certification, etc. So if you have achieved something, if you are passionate about something, you can mention it. Mm. It's, it's always really interesting to see who you are. And this is very good because it's kind of the old cover letter, I would say, because not, now it's not really common anymore. 
the cover letter. So use this part, you know, um, and yeah, focus on your goals before writing it. You have 2000 words, so use them. I mean, <laughs> try to be, try to be creative. Sure. Would you, would you leave your, your contact information there as well? Like at the end, like maybe email address and phone number, something like this. Yes. I always suggest to leave them at, at the very end. Uh, of the summary, because sometimes, you know, people are just uh, scrolling and reading this part and they won't necessarily click to the contact info stuff. So they're there, oh, okay, nice. You know, you can uh, write down the info or call immediately someone. So it's better to always um, show your contact information, uh, even if, I mean, you can always use LinkedIn uh, messages, but it's always good to add them more there. Sure. So, so far we covered the upper part of LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile, right? <laughs> we, can, we can scroll down and we'll find the experience. How important is that part uh, from your like a recruiter or headhunter perspective? It's really important to work, uh, I would say, on the, the current experience. So explain really what you are doing in this company, how you evolved, because you know now we can uh, uh, start with associate and then senior associate, and so you can uh, you can uh, explain a bit more how you you are promoting this, this company, etc. What you are doing. Um, also, the previous experience can be really interesting, even if they are not linked to what you're doing now. But it can be, you know, for the eye of a recruiter, interesting to ask the person, okay, you were in this industry, why did you change? Or it's always nice. Of course, don't go back to far away when you're a babysitter, it's, it's really good. I, I'm sure you, you learned a lot of things and responsibilities, but you know, let's keep it really um, uh, linked to what you're doing now. I mean, your field, your industry. I would say you have to, yeah, to explain what are your missions. Use bullet points, don't, please don't make a block because we won't read it, it's too much. So use bullet points, your main tasks, uh, explain a bit about the company just under the title. So we know what this company uh, is doing and what you are doing. So just, uh, I noticed some profiles where people are just copy passing what uh, the company is, you know, uh, we're this company, we are providing this service, blah, blah, blah. You, what, what are you doing exactly? Because we don't know. So this is really important to work on it, but I would suggest, as I said, that more bullet points, main tasks, Mm -hmm. And uh, so we can read uh, easily. And uh, of course, the previous experiences, uh, because it's nice to see uh, how you, you change, why, you know, it's uh, the more you put there, the, the better it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can have an overview. Same for people who just have the last experience. What did you do before? You know, if you graduated in 2010, it's 2020. So important. But yes, don't go back to student uh, jobs. You know, this is useless uh, on this part. Sure. What, what I'm thinking right now, uh, and sorry that I'm digressing here, because sometimes when we when we're creating some videos uh, and especially like a testimonial videos, we like to say that um, it's always like a bit of a case study, show some numbers. You know, when I joined this company, I was taking care of this amount and then I brought, or I'm, I'm sales, for example, sales guy, and I, I brought this amount to the company. I think that's that's important, right? To show some numbers and show some kind of case study in this in this experience section, right? Yes, it is really important because numbers, you know, we can see it more, it's more concrete for us to, to understand what you did exactly. 
Also, if you are, uh, if you have some medias, you can use them, you know, uh, pictures, videos, uh, PowerPoints, whatever, you know, you can add them there and you can even feature them, you know, which is even more interesting because don't forget that uh, LinkedIn is a social media. So we still work with a lot of images. It's, it's really nice. Depends on your industry. Uh, for example, I'm working in low finance, you know, it's um, people are not like uh, uh, showing, uh, showcasing uh, videos or events, uh, etc. But of course, it's really important. So the more you add, the better it is. Uh, some visuals are always nice, you know, so we can understand better. Maybe you can, we can see you in action. Like, I don't know if you've been um, a speaker uh, at a conference. It's really nice because we can see who you are and uh, we can discover some skills that we didn't read in your description. So, or if you are creative, you know, uh, working marketing, for example, yeah, use what uh, uh, some example of websites you worked on or uh, things like that. So yeah, visuals are really important and uh, you can feature them, which is mm -hmm. even more interesting at the moment with LinkedIn. Uh, because it adds a bit more, you know, not only the writing and um, so, yeah, you can definitely use that and numbers, of course. <laughs> if you like to turn your LinkedIn into a lead generating tool, you should consider to enroll in our LinkedIn business audit session. This 45 minute strategic call will give you answers you're looking for. We will show you a step-by-step -step strategy of what you need to do on LinkedIn in order to start generating business and land clients from your LinkedIn activities. Interested? send your request to marketing at squaremotion.me or click on the link in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you. Okay, and if we scroll down even more, obviously there are some other sections as volunteering and some interest and certifications and all this. And I understand that probably it pays some kind of, or you pay some interest to it and you definitely look into that. What, I'm, what I would like to know from you, from your perspective, how important for you are recommendations? Are they important? Are they not? Uh, do you pay a lot of attention to it or you just kind of skim through it? For us, it's really important recommendations because we can see the, the person, how he or she is, you know, because you can write things, you can even um, lie a bit, you know, sometimes in the resume or in, like emphasize a bit what you did, etc. But um, in the end, what we want to know is uh, how you behaved as an employee, you know, if people were, or with a client, if the person was satisfied with your work or uh, yeah, your previous manager uh, was really like happy with your work. Um, this is important because in the end, it's, this is a human, you know, that is uh, giving you value, you know, so, and someone who took time to write about you. So it, for us, it's really important to see um, how, how the person uh, was acting, uh, what uh, the, per the person achieved. Um, yeah, it, it can also reveal some traits of personality, personality traits, you know, because yeah, as I said, some persons are only focusing on skills, technical, uh, professional, but we want to know who they are, you know? And usually this part where we can discover how the person is in a team, for example, how the person behaves, uh, if the person is goal-oriented, if the person is a, um, really a, a leader, you know, we can discover this, this kind of stuff. So for us, it's really important. Uh, of course, you have to select wisely to whom you ask. You cannot ask to everyone, uh, write me a recommendation. Um, but it's really important, uh, especially if you're looking for a job, 
uh, to have some recommendations from previous um, employers or manager or colleague. Uh, it's, it's really, really important. So we can discover a bit who you are, you know, in another way. Um, so yeah, don't hesitate. Even sometimes it's a bit difficult to ask. We don't usually, usually know, but you can also guide the person a bit, you know, and uh, telling this person, listen, I want, I'm interested in, in this job and they need this skill. So can you a bit emphasize on this part that, or this project we worked on? and that will match, you know, with what they are looking for. So yeah, don't hesitate. And I would suggest like to have um, uh, one recommendation per, um, uh, per job, basically. So if you have three experiences, like let's have three recommendations, not more, that is enough. Uh, of course, if you have clients, it's different. It's another thing because then you can ask yeah. for more. Um, but yeah, definitely recommendations are really important. What you mentioned there was um, one thing which uh, I, I sometimes hear from, uh, especially from, from people who are uh, employed, um, they are in, in, uh, in this position, they're a bit scared, you know, uh, being out there too much, not showing that interest that they are open to work or open for job, for that matter, because they fear that maybe the current employees will be screening their profiles and will see that they actually, they have that thoughts of leaving. What would you say about this? Because uh, you mentioned that, that, you know, asking for recommendations uh, to somebody that, you know, the other company needs, you know, that recommendation, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit kind of like a tricky, right? Like, um, how would you advise, what would you advise to that, those kind of people? I would say you don't need to update your profile much, you know, when you're looking for a job. Of course, now, if you are really open to work, you know, we have this, uh, this thing that you can add on your profile picture. So this is totally obvious. Okay. <laughs> but otherwise, you can just modify a little bit, you know, things. And, you know, you have this option on LinkedIn where you can uh, show uh, recruiters that you're open to opportunities. This, you can use it because your current employer won't see anything, you know. But if you show that, you will appear in the recruiter's results. So you will be more likely to be contacted by recruiters. So you can use this feature, which is really nice. And your current employer won't know anything. Um, and about the profile, you can just make a few changes. And you have this tool that you know you can uh, show or not show to your connection that you change something on your profile. So, Put it off all the time if you want to make some changes, if you're really, really scared. And recommendations, if it's from a previous employer, I think it's okay, you know, because it's still good to enhance your profile. Um, but yes, if you are looking for a job, you have a specific company in mind or a specific field, you can make some updates, you know, slight updates like on your skills or rewrite a bit your summary or stuff. And yeah, please uh, click this part where you can be uh, found by recruiters because I mean you will be in the algorithm you know you will appear in the the results and we can find you easily because you know in the end LinkedIn we have 80% of job seekers that are passive job seekers you know mm. only 20% of people are open to work <laughs> and really uh, looking actively for a job so um, yeah we have all these features um, of LinkedIn where you can change things on your profile without I mean, staying invisible, let's say, and showing that you're open to work to recruiters. Um, so do it, but yeah, do slight changes and uh, should be uh, should be okay. <laughs> you mentioned something which uh, again uh, triggered one of my questions, and that is 
We are talking about people who are employees and how they can be found. So it's more passive kind of thing, right? What the employees can do in order to be more proactive? What would be your tips? Would I seek for or search for a company I want to work with and trying to get in touch with HR people? You know, what would be your tips in order to reach out, to be more active in finding job on LinkedIn? I think it's important first to activate your network um, because, you know, some people uh, working uh, in the same field, for example, and you can ask them, you know, so you can send some messages and say, listen, I'm looking for a job and uh, or a person working in a company you like, you know, so really activate your first degrees connections. It's really important because first degrees connections can lead to second degrees connections. So you open your network and you know you you get more opportunities so it's really important that you speak up with the with this network you have on linkedin uh so don't hesitate like send messages and um yeah ask them do you know maybe someone uh, working in this field or i remember you have a friend of mine can you put you in can you put me in touch with this person you know so this is very important so really that's why i was saying before build a very strong network this is super important. You can also try to contact directly the HR or the CEO maybe, or the manager in a, for a company you like. Um, actually, if you find a job offer on LinkedIn, you know, you using the job search, um, usually you have the name of the person that is recruiting, who is recruiting, so you can contact this person. If you don't have any name, if it's just an easy apply or you have to send your CV through the website, what I suggest to do is you click on the LinkedIn page of the company and you see how many people are working there usually. And you try with the keywords, you know, also to find who is the HR manager or who is the, the CEO. Okay, maybe an HR manager is better first. Um, but you know, you, you create a list of contacts and don't hesitate to contact them directly, send a message. Of course, uh, not only an invite without a pitch because this person <laughs> doesn't know who you are. Um, but yes, you can send a message, you know, it can, sometimes it can work like that because the HR manager um, will receive maybe your CV with other tons of CV and you will maybe, you know, be out of the, this, <laughs> this crowd. So it's, it's always nice um, to contact them and to show that you're really motivated so yeah, it's one of my tips. If you really like a company or dream company, go on their LinkedIn page, check the employees there, find the contact. And maybe sometimes you even have phone number, uh, email, you know, more personal. So it's also a, a good trick. And yes, yeah, so also uh, send, uh, send your CV uh, yeah, to, to your network, uh, to this person. Uh, and don't hesitate to apply on LinkedIn because uh, now we have the easy apply thing, which means that it's really important to have a good LinkedIn profile, uh, but it can really, really save time for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I would like to ask, what would be, what would be the text? What kind of, what can I send? So imagine I'm the, I'm the employee. I found a company I want to work with. Um, I see that they are, they are open or they, they have some open positions and I figure out who is the HR manager. What would be the text I should send? What kind of text I can, you know, how can I even get in touch with the person? Because I may be a little bit shy. I don't want, I don't know, like, I don't want to spook them. I don't want to kind of raise any flags or anything like that. What, what, is, what is the message I can send? 
I think you can, um, you don't need to write a very long message because then it's kind of, uh, yeah, as you say, it's kind of spamming, you know, and they must receive a, a lot of messages already. Uh, but send an invite and uh, write a few words to introduce you, you know, so you can say hi with the name of the person. Uh, I noticed that you're looking for the title, you know, I just saw your, uh, there's a position opened. Uh, I'm currently working at this company at this with your job title. For example, I worked on this project, that project, you know, or something that is on the ad. You can use it, you know, reuse in your message. Mm -hmm. And then you say, um, you can tell them here, I can um, send you my, uh, my resume or uh, you can of course have a look at my uh, LinkedIn profile. Uh, I would really be happy to, uh, to get in touch or if you have a minute, uh, so I can explain you more about my experiences and my motivations, something like that, you know. Keep it a bit, bit more friendly, not really formal, because it's not like before an email and uh, best regards, uh, you know, name, surname. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like that anymore with LinkedIn and people are more open there because it's still, it's a social media. So, you know, things are more instant. Um, and yes, the, the person will, uh, will notice that you made an effort. You really understand what is the job about and you made an effort to find this person. So it can catch the, the attention, but of course, don't write too much. Don't say I work this there and there, then, you know, it, it has to be short, but just, yeah, mention uh, that you saw the ad, uh, that you're working in this company and that you're looking for a job and it would be interesting to have a, a chat, for example. Looking for a job can be sometimes very daunting. Uh, honestly speaking, I, I you know, like, I'm, uh, all my life I work on uh, for myself, I have own company, so I never had these experiences, so I'm really just uh, kind of thinking, uh, putting myself in the shoes of the employees and trying to uh, figure out what, uh, what are the main pain points there. But um, what I found kind of interesting thing, because uh, um, we're, we are a video production company, and we sometimes we create a video CVs for our clients, because uh, especially for the CEOs or C-level managers and that the higher high management people. What do you think about those? Do you think they, they are important? Uh, how, do you, how do you look at, at video, video CVs? It's not that common uh, to use it. We still like the, the paper version kind of. Um, also because not everyone is um, comfortable to, to talk about themselves, you know, and the video or they don't know what to focus on or uh, what is the background, what should I wear, what should I say, you know, some people can panic and are, I mean, more inclined to, to write instead of that. So, um, I mean, if there is a video, why not? could be interesting to see how the person acts, you know, if she, if we are looking for a sales manager, I mean, it could be nice to see that the person is really at ease in front of a camera or talking to people, you know, we can see some gesture or things like that. If you are more in an office job, I would say it's not really important, you know, because there are some skills that uh, uh, we don't really need. You don't need to go out, meet people, negotiate or business development or etc. But I think it could be really useful for the this kind of job where you are connected to people, you know, or you have to go um, to show yourself to showcase yourself, basically. Uh, so, but honestly, and we don't receive much. Um, it's not, not really common. 
uh, yet. Maybe it will develop in the future. Mm. Uh, but of course, if you, um, it, it can be also different, you know, to, to show yourself in this way, because I think now using media is really important. Mm. And uh, we don't just we just don't want to have a person who is perfectly uh, good and technically speaking. We also want to see a personality, so it can be really interesting. But as I say, it depends on the industry, uh, mm. what you're what you're doing, what's your job. Mm. Um, but definitely, if you're in contact with people or marketing communication, of course, I mean it's good to show that you know how to to record video and you know um, use all the tools. If I look at it from the perspective of me hiring somebody, actually, I would be quite, yeah, I would be quite interested to see the video of, of that person. I think I think it makes a lot of sense, at least to me, and I'm, I'm a video producer, so maybe I'm just biased, I don't know. But, uh, you know, seeing the person on camera, seeing the person on the video gives me... The, the, the better picture of, you know, who is he or she like, you know, um, how she behaves. So it's not about, about, you know, acting in front of the people, but also about the personality, of, which I think the video may capture a little bit better just, than just a PDF. But that's just my point of view. And I'm, I'm video producer, so maybe, maybe I'm just biased. I don't know. <laughs> So we were talking about employees and how they can be actively searching for uh, for the jobs on uh, on the LinkedIn, and I'm I'm really looking at the situation in the world right now because in, we are really in the midst of uh, of a pandemic and still it's kind of like a many many countries, especially in Europe, they're going in the second lockdown. You're in Malta now, right? So so I don't know how the situation is there, but. You know, I think a lot of people, they lost their jobs. A lot of people are looking for jobs. What would be your, your kind of like a major advice now or main advice? What do people concentrate on and focus on in order to find uh, the new job, for example? I would say it's important now to connect, connect as much as you can. Uh, with people and uh, let's use all the, the tools we have. So let's make it digital, you know, because we cannot meet in person. So uh, it's really time to know how to digitalize your own word, you know? Um, so of course, if you're looking for a job, it's the perfect moment to update your profile. Uh, to, to I mean, sometimes we don't have time, that's it. Let's say it, you know, and also, that's also why I help people with my, um, my activity uh, uh, because or they don't know what to say about them so it's really important now to do that uh, to have a look at your network uh, yeah especially on LinkedIn and activate it um, because everyone is we're all in the same situation so we cannot meet in person uh, but that's amazing because LinkedIn is so fast you know in a few clicks and few messages you can connect with someone organize a zoom call and uh, I mean, you can connect with people from all over the planet. That's fantastic. It's like when you contacted me, you know, where you're in Dubai, I'm in Malta. So um, I think we, we should use it uh, even more now. And um, yeah, so connect as much as you can, expand your network and talk to other people, send, uh, send messages. And uh, I think it's the best way to, to, find a, to find a job now. Yeah, you have to be ready uh, to work remotely and uh, everything, you know. Uh, but companies can hire a bit faster, which is also good, you know, because if you lost your job, 
okay, you, someone is uh, hiring you, you, you're ready immediately to work. Mm. Um, so yes, be proactive, use your LinkedIn, use your network, uh, have a look at it, because sometimes we forget we have people, 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 but mm. even business cards that you had in the past, you know, when we could still network in person, use them, add the persons on LinkedIn. Maybe you forgot, you got the business card, and then you, oh, wow, that maybe it could be interesting. And you totally forgot LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. That's a moment, you know, use it. I remember we met back in time, how are the things going? I'm connect, uh, connecting with you now because blah, blah, blah. So um, it's a time, you know, to uh, have an overhaul of, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think uh, that could be the best advice for now. Okay. What about posting? from the perspective of, a, of an employee. Sometimes it's, a, again, a bit a tricky situation. Should I post? Should I actually show my opinions? I actually was chatting the other day with somebody from Japan and, um, and uh, the person um, was telling me, you know, Japanese people, Japanese employees, they, they really, they, they are very, very strict in not really showing anything, not posting anything on LinkedIn because they fear that Whenever they post something, it might might be taken against them, even though it's just just a generic post. So they they rather tend not to post at all. So what would you say is it's a it's a good good thing for uh, for the employees? Should they be active in terms of posting on LinkedIn? I think yes, uh, especially um, if your company is active also on LinkedIn. So don't hesitate to share, or uh, you know, if you worked on a project, you know, you you can speak about it. If you like writing articles, do it, because the more you're active on LinkedIn, you know, the more connections you can get. And uh, what's important is the interaction. So not only through private messages, uh, also yeah, if if you post things, if you like, it's not enough. Uh, let alone uh, like, you know, today on LinkedIn, it's, it's nothing. So better to uh, comment and uh, interact with the person as much as you can. And uh, yeah, if you're an employee, uh, promote your company, what they did, what you did there, you know. So post as much uh, as you can. Don't uh, overpost. I would say, because then your network can get tired of it, you know. Um, so better once in a while, try to be regular, you know, when you post. Um, so people see you are active and, you know, uh, you appear in, uh, in their timeline and uh, can, you can get some reactions, some comments and engage a conversation maybe later on in, in the private message. But it can be a good way to attract more people in your network or, um, you know, to be more visible, which is the most important. Uh, if you don't like to write or stuff, you can share, you know, you, you, you read an article, you share it, you just wrote a comment, but try to, for interaction, uh, the purpose, try to make it like other question, you know, I just read that article about this or that. Um, and what do you think? Mm -hmm. And, you know, to, to, have more, to get more interaction, because if you just post like that, someone maybe will read it or put a like, but that's it, you know. So, um, yeah, if you really want to expand your network or um, be more visible, post as much as you can, but always try to have this uh, kind of uh, open post with, with a kind of questions. So ask people, What's, what do you think of it? Or I think about that. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, so uh, try to have the, the interactions as much, as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, make the post 
more conversational so then people can actually interact on your on your post and um, they can start some discussions start be, be always the one who is starting the discussions so then you'll get more engagement on the on the post we can we can actually carry on with many, like another another hour and two uh, talking about different different aspects um, of, of LinkedIn from the recruitment perspective but uh, I would like to close it because uh, the time is running out so I would like to I would like to ask you what is the main main mistake people are making on uh, on LinkedIn from the the recruiter's perspective, and uh, on the, on the contrary, what would be the main tip you would give to those people? I think the main mistake is to copy paste your your resume. Like you know, there is nothing personalized. It's okay, it's professional, but we see that the person didn't put any effort. You know, you have everything there, but uh, who are you really? That's for me a pity, you know, because I'm sure this person is really nice or, I don't know, has some interest or has been volunteering somewhere. They just copy past, you know, or um, it shows that they are a bit uh, passive, which is um, a pity because LinkedIn uh, gives you the, the opportunity to write as much as you can to give more details about who you are, what you did, what you want. Um, of course, the profile picture, as I said at the beginning of our chat. Um, and uh, also people who are not really um, updating their, uh, their profile, you know. So you, you're looking for someone and the person is, you know, didn't uh, update the headline or the company or you see that the person is not active or you see there are not enough connections. You know, under 500, because, you know, over 500, we, we cannot count anymore, but under 500. So you say, okay, I'm a recruiter. I will try to send a message to this person, but okay, the profile, there is no profile picture. It's not updated, no, not many information, no many connection. I won't send a message because I know this person is not, that I'm not active. And it's a pity because LinkedIn, we use it. It's super phone friendly, mobile friendly. So we can use it everywhere. You can look for your job. Uh, for a job on LinkedIn through your, your mobile. So it's really pity. Um, and also last thing it's uh, when people are sending us invite, uh, invitation and there is no message. Like, mm -hmm. okay, what, what do you want? I mean, uh, how can I help you? You know, so it's, it's, uh, it's also a mistake this. Mm -hmm. um, on the other end, um, what should be the, the tips? Uh, I would say yes, uh, work on the top half as I said, make it very clear, uh, use keywords a lot, talk about yourself. It's personal branding in the end because, okay, we are looking for a job, but we have to, to be a bit of, to have a bit of marketing the skills as well and um, interact as much as you can. At least uh, send connections or uh, yeah, try to comment on posts, try to build a very good network that will be useful uh, not maybe not now, but in the future. You never know. Sure, Helena. Thank you very much for your time. It was absolutely awesome to have you on on our on our show on our podcast. And uh, before we go, of course, I will ask you where people can find you, and uh, you know how they can connect with you. 
I would say LinkedIn, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Actually, I'm really connected because, you know, as recruiter, uh, we are, I mean, it's uh, our main tool now, let's say it. So uh, don't hesitate to, to drop a message or send me an invite, but don't forget the pitch. <laughs> um, yeah, or comment on some posts or uh, yes, you can, uh, you can drop me a, a message there anytime. Uh, reply uh, uh, very quickly and it would be a pleasure to, uh, to discuss always. Okay. Helena, once again, thank you very much. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe to our LinkedIn Smart Podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcast. We would really appreciate it. Thank you and see you next time. Be LinkedIn Smart. LinkedIn Smart Podcast was brought to you by Square Motion, a video marketing agency in Dubai. Need an engaging LinkedIn video? Go to squaremotion.me.